The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more. All from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another top 10 episode for you. Today we're going back to the 80s to talk about our top 10 80s sitcom theme songs. Mm-hmm. So we set ourselves a little bit some rules for these as we did sort of with our cartoon theme songs. First of all, obviously it had to be a live action sitcom. Had to have started in the 80s. Now, with that little sort of caveat, it's going to take off some of the ones that people kind of associate more with the 80s, even though they technically started in the 70s. Yep. So there's a there's at least a couple I know of that I think people would have uh, put. A, guy, a couple people I've talked to about this, so I've said, well, I'm doing this. I'm like, well, are you going to put this on? I'm like, well, I can't because it started in the 70s, not in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just It's just easier for us that way to kind of define things if we just put it has to have started at a certain time, and that just mm-hmm. qualifies it to be on a you know a certain list. Yeah, it helps. And this one's kind of this was kind of interesting because I kind of didn't realize how many sitcoms I actually knew. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought I was going to have a really difficult time with this list, even though I'm the one who put the the, the thing in the schedule. Well, we we kind of kept narrowing our um, selections. It's like okay, it's got to be a sitcom. It's got to be a thirty minute sitcom. You know, it's not going right. to be. There's no hour long dramas or no hour long dramedies or anything like that. Yeah. So it has to fit very securely and snug in that eighties started in the eighties and comedic you know situation comedy. <laughs> yeah, and if you're, I mean, if you're a big fan of those types of shows, the hour long dramas and and comedy and stuff like that, don't worry. We have another one scheduled down the road. Which is going to be our catch-all for everything mm-hmm. else out of the 80s. <laughs> we're doing cartoons, we're doing sitcoms, and we're going to have one more that's just going to cover the rest of the TV yep. show theme songs that we'll get to. <laughs> everything else, down basically. The road. Yeah, exactly. yeah, pretty much everything else. And then we'll get to the 90s as well. So yeah. And you know what? If we get to, we can even go back to the 70s, because there's definitely shows oh, that yeah. I remember that, that started in the 70s that I watched in syndication and you know so forth. So yes, as we mentioned, we're doing top 10 80s sitcom theme songs. And uh, I I had a little bit of a hard time kind of quantifying where some of my selections were going to go, especially towards the bottom half. Yeah, it was it was tough. <laughs> the top half, I think I had, and I re I rearranged a few numbers here and there, um, but I did a lot of rearranging towards my bottom half. Yeah, um, and even into and out of the top ten, as it were. Yeah. So Adam, do you? I mean, being born in '85. You obviously don't remember a lot of sitcoms from the 80s as they aired, I imagine. Yeah, there there was a good bit in syndication, I remember. But some of these, there's a couple of them that made my list that I've never even seen a single episode of. (laughs) That is is fair. I mean, you know, when you're going back and you're looking at this stuff, even ones, you know, there's a lot of shows I've heard of where you're watching, like, well, that's a catchy theme song, but I've never seen the show. Yeah. I made one extra rule for me. That you okay. may not have made for you, and that's totally okay. fine. I made my own specific rule of the song had to be a theme song, and it couldn't be a song that was already on the radio that was just used for the theme. And so there are some really good songs, um, okay. and I, I don't want to 
mention them. I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about them maybe with some honorable mentions in case you didn't use some. Um, but like there's one in particular that's like, fuck, it might have even topped my list because it's the best song. But I'm like, well, this was a song that was already a song and you just used it for the theme of your show. And I I didn't feel that was fair for my list. So I the song had to be pretty much written for the show. Okay. I, I did not follow that. Okay. Cool. All right. Then then I would have an idea of what has made your list because if I didn't follow it, it would totally be on my list. Okay. Well, I did. I I thought about that too, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? I'm already having a hard enough time yeah. getting a list of sitcoms. Okay. I didn't want to. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna say fuck it and just okay, go with that. So, uh, well, all right. Well, let's go ahead and dive into our list if you're ready. I'm good. All right. Why don't you, sir, start us off with your number ten? I think my number 10 is going to surprise you. Um, it is a an instrumental song. Um, mm-hmm. And not, not I only have two instrumentals on my entire list. Um, and this one I think you're going to be like, well, fuck, why the hell is that on your list? Maybe not. Because you know I appreciate blues music and that mm-hmm. kind of style. And this song is very much that just all-American-y, bluesy sound and then you get this cackly laugh at the end, and I think it's awesome. Uh, I went with Roseanne as my number 10 theme song. No, that didn't that didn't really even make my initial list. I knew it wasn't going to, and that's why I felt so confident talking enough about it. But I said, whatever it is, there's something about it that I think fits so perfectly with that show. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. It's you know the 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 that family. They're mm-hmm. a working class family. They're blue collar family. Yeah. Blues is is really kind of music of the working man. Yeah. Blues of the poor of the poor people really. Uh, when you think about it, and it totally makes sense with that show. I, just, I don't know for some reason I've never I, I connected to that song. I but it's, it starts that's off totally with, fair. I love the harmonica that it starts off, and then it kind of goes I think into like a saxophone sound and stuff okay. like that. And then it just the way it ends with her laughing. I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I think it just it's so it works so good. And that show is funny, man. And it she's a terrible person. Not you know <laughs> she's just yeah. a, she's not a nice person, but. I hate to say this, Adam. That's not that's not going to be the only time we say. No, I have a feeling. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, it was uh, okay. it was composed by a guy named uh, W. G. Snuffy Walden, um, who is also well known for composing the theme song for the show West Wing. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so my number 10, I think on maybe some other people's list when they think this might be higher, um, and I, I don't know, this this song almost got knocked off of my list, but I ended up staying at number 10. I doubt, I'll be I'll be a little bit surprised. Well, actually, you know what? I can't say that now because since you, since you added your little yeah. extra caveat, it might be higher on your list. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with the theme song to Charles in Charge. Did not make my list. Okay, that's fair. I, you know what? I hate to say it. I think it really made my list because I love the cover that the blanks do on this TV show Scrubs. Yeah. But when I Charles sing that song, I, I of think of their own. version yeah. more than I do that one. And so I like, I like the composition of the song. It's very, you know, catchy and poppy and that sort of thing. Uh, but it was just, it was just kind of good enough to, to make. Just the end of my list, uh, written by David Kurtz, Michael Jacobs, and Al Barton. Yeah, but it's it's okay. Some of those some of those '80s sitcoms, um, the the theme songs really did nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, I, some some of the ones that I think people de- remember fondly, mm-hmm. I don't remember so fondly. Well, you're dead on about that one, um, because I absolutely like the Scrubs version better. And so when I heard that, when I was listening to it, because it made my oh yeah, yeah, I need to make sure I listen to that one because that's a famous '80s theme song. Right. I listened to it. I'm like. Well, this kind of sucks. <laughs> the Scrubs version is better. <laughs> All right, you're not making my list. All right, so let's go on to number nine, sir. My number nine, I I bet you might be surprised it's this low on my list because this is a show that I love. Um, it mm-hmm. might be higher on your list. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it in case it is. Um, my number nine is Saved by the Bell. You know what? For some reason, I never really considered that as a sitcom, even though I guess technically it was. Yeah, totally. Situa- I mean, it's a so, 
teen situation and kid situation comedy. So you're right, but for some reason it just it just didn't enter my brain. So okay. no, it's not on my list at all. Okay, um, I mean the song is classic. It's a fun way to start. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of high energy. Um, you know, it, it is. It's good. It's got great lyrics. And apparently, originally, uh, the the theme song uh, by Peter Peter Engel, who kind of was the producer, he didn't create it, mm. but he he pretty much said and told the composer, "You're you should not put the the name of the song or name of the show, say by the bell, in the song. Don't you dare do it." And the composer Scott Gale was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it anyway." And then everybody loved it and was like, "Yeah, this is the best <laughs> version, so we're doing it." You know, um, but it's, I mean. Honestly, the bell rings when I wake up in the morning. I mean, you start singing it and like most people around our yeah. age will sing along with it. It is a fun, it's a fun song. And so I liked yeah. it. It's just not as good of a song as the other ones, but I still, I mean, it's okay. number nine of all of my all time 80s. So it's still pretty damn good. Right. No, I am actually a little surprised that it is lower. So I'm, yeah. now I'm interested to see what you have higher on your list. Okay. Uh, all right. So my number nine, I also might not be surprised if it doesn't make your your list i don't you know obviously it's it's a nine so it's not as good as the ones i think are above it but uh i definitely thought it was better than charles in charge and it's (laughs) one that i actually kind of enjoyed singing along with um and you know what i have no gauge as to whether or not this is going to be on your list my number nine is actually give me a break Not on my list. Okay, I did. I did I, listen to it and check it to see if I wanted it on there, but yeah, it didn't yeah. make it a cut. Uh, it's one of those ones where I think the chorus is a little better mm-hmm. and catchier than than the you know the verses as they're going through it. Yeah, but uh, I I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely not a show that I watched. No, I mean, well, it's it's sung by Neil Carter, right? I believe. Yeah, I think she sang. Yeah, it. I mean, she started in the show. I'm pretty sure that was her voice. I'm pretty sure that was her singing. I mean, when you have yeah. Nell Carter on a show, you're gonna have Nell Carter singing, um, <laughs> and it was fine. It was good. Yeah, I agree. The chorus is the best part of it. Uh, written by a guy named Jay Graydon, and that was really all I kind of got out of that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you in that. I didn't know that show at all. Honestly, I never saw yeah. it. But when I was looking up lists of you know, just 80s shows. I, I kind of started out with like a, give me a big ass list of 80s sitcoms. And so I started right. like just looking at it and then listening to the theme song, looking at one, right. listening to the theme song, as long as it fit our category. Right. Um, and this one was on there. I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll have this on like kind of my, you know, my comb through it again. You know, it made the first, yeah. the first combing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a solid, uh, Nell Carter is awesome. Um, and it, it's a show that lasted six seasons and I just don't really remember it. And yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I remember, I have a vague recollection of it, which, you know, I probably watched an episode or two. Mm-hmm. It didn't connect with me all that, all that much. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which isn't isn't going to be the last time I really say that actually yeah. about a show on this list. Which it sounds like it'll be the same for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's definitely a couple. All right. Well, let's move on to number eight. All right. My number eight. Um, it might be on your list because it is just it's ridiculous. Uh, definitely from a show <laughs> I did not watch. But um, my number eight is the theme song for it's Gary Shandling's show. If I would write his theme song I'm almost halfway finished How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? This is the theme to Gary show The opening theme to Gary show This is the music that you hear As you watch the credits We're almost to the part Of where I start to whistle Then we'll watch it's Gary Shandling show Show. Oh, not at all. On my <laughs> Did you listen to that one? No, I didn't even. Oh my God, it. John. This song is so fucking meta. I <laughs> love it. Like it, it is, it is just a walking, talking joke. And I, I just really connected to it. I, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Larry Sanders show. And so I like Gary Shandling from that. I've never seen the mm-hmm. Gary Shandling, Shandling, well, the Gary Shandling show. <laughs> um, but I imagine I'd appreciate it just from knowing how much I like uh, the Larry Sanders show. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just, I mean, you listen to it and you're just like, oh, wow. This is almost like this whole crew just kind of like. Yeah, just taking a take. Not, I mean, just like laughing in the faces of like theme song people, and and probably like how the show was probably very similar to that. Um, it was uh, done by Joey Carbone, uh, who was apparently also the music director and theme composer for uh, Star for Star Search. You remember that show back in the day? Oh yeah. So he like he worked together also with like tons of little budding kids, uh, like a old Britney Spears and you know Justin Timberlake. And when they, whenever they had to be on Star Search, they had to work with him on that. Um, but anyway, you listen to that theme song and you're just like, oh that's funny. Oh that is. I mean it's just it's such Gary Shandling humor that it I just fucking love it. Uh okay. Uh my number eight. I actually won't be surprised if my number eight is higher on your list. Okay. So I won't say too much about it just yet. My number eight is Cheers. Higher on my list. Okay. All right. On to number seven. All right. Uh, my number seven, I I don't know. I think might be on your might be higher on your list, especially knowing that we respect this show as well as we do to give it our highest patron calling. Uh, my number seven is Golden Girls. I have that higher on my list. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, my number seven comes from a show that we've already talked about. And I think we talked about how surprised we were that we thought it still held up pretty well. And it's an instrumental. And I, I you know what? It started up really low on my list and just crept higher and higher and higher. And that is Night Court.
that barely missed my list. Barely. Okay. It kept crawling up for me because I'm just. I mean, I, I maybe I appreciate an instrumental more than mm-hmm. than the average person. Just being a musician, I you know I can sit and listen to an instrumental no problems. Really take in what is going on. But it's such a fun little song. It's very jazzy. I, I've been whistling it all day. <laughs> uh huh. I've been whistling it all day. Just the da da da. Da-na, just yeah, a, a whole bunch of it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you're you're gonna hear a lot of a lot of uh, '80s sitcoms that were instrumental used the saxophone mm-hmm. as their main instrument. In fact, a good number of them do. Yeah. Um, but they use it to great effect in this in this one. Yeah. Yeah, that ended up being my number seven. Okay. Good call. All right, my number six. Um. Uh, also a show that we have talked about before, and I think we thought it was pretty cute. Um, it's a great theme song by a great composer who actually makes my list three times. Wow. Three times in my top six, and we haven't heard from him yet, just as a heads up. <laughs> um, my number six is the theme song to Full House. I have that higher on my list. Okay, fair enough. I think that's pretty valid. Okay, my number six... Um, ah, I don't know. It might be higher on your list. Uh, I was surprised at how much I actually really did enjoy this song going back to it. And a lot of these shows in the eighties would change their themes slightly, mm-hmm. um, from season to season. And so I specifically picked the version actually, uh, of the, I believe the six seasons, this show ran the first season and the last season had different singers, but the middle seasons uh. from two to five had Aretha Franklin. Higher on my list. Okay. (laughs) Higher on my list. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. 100, though. Absolutely. Oh, number five. All right. We're already number five. Number five. We are moving along. Wow. Really fast. (laughs) Really fast. But there's, yeah, there's not too much to talk about. It's really more about the the music here. Uh, My number five is my only other instrumental. And it's one that, um, I guess, similar to how you said Night Court kind of just kept creeping up on yours. This one just kept creeping up higher and higher on mine. I loved it, man. Um, and I remember us appreciating it quite a bit when we uh, talked about this show. Um, my number five is Doogie Hauser. <laughs> Okay, I I love it. I mean, it starts off very, I don't know, it's like, eh, it's like you're using, like, not like a synth, but you're definitely using like a keyboard. Ding, dee, 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 dee. I mean, um, I, I don't love it. It was done by Mike Post, who had done Quantum Leap's theme song as well, mm-hmm. which is very similar, yeah. but very good. Um, he's done a lot of the music for Law & Order. Um, he did A-Team, NYPD Blue, Rockford Files, Magnum P.I., Hill Street Blues. 
L.A. Law. Mike Post is a great theme song music and just overall TV composer. But there's something about the Doogie Howser theme that I love. Like, I even have like an old, back back in the Napster days, um, I made like a TV theme song playlist. And this was the only instrumental that I had on it. I just always attracted to Doogie Howser's theme song. Um, and so that's why it got so high for me. I just, I'm just a fan of it, man. I, well, I think the reason it's not on my list is because it's not really, li- it's not really categorized as a sitcom. It's, it's categorized as a medical drama. Uh, a drama? It's, I mean, but it's, uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a 30 minute show. It is a 30 minute show. I, it, yes. it seems like, uh, I mean, it's comedic moment. You remember <laughs> that first episode where that, that uh, nurse pulls down his pants and she's about to suck him off. Hilarious. <laughs> that was not, I was gonna say, that was not funny. That was no, fucked up. That was very fucked up. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll give it to you, but yeah, I didn't consider that one a situational comedy. That's why I didn't. Okay. The list. All right, fine. Uh, okay. So my, am I, what are we on? Five? Five, yeah. All right. Uh, so my number five might be higher on your list. So I'm just going to go out and say it. My number five is The Cosby Show. Did not make my list. Okay. Yeah, specifically the version. Yeah, which, because they changed it every season. Which one were you? Specifically from season six and seven. Oh, see, when I was doing it, my favorite was season two. Oh, I thought it was okay. I thought six and seven was a little bit, was a little bit catchier, a little bit more fun. Okay. So, yeah, specifically the ones from six and seven. uh, It's just, I think, I think my nostalgia for the show is probably why it ended ended up so high on my list. Mm. I mean, it's a good song, you know. It's an yeah. it's an instrumental. Um, it's catchy, uh, and I think I think the I think my nostalgic love for the actual show, and I I I'd hope at this point we don't have to say. I at this point I'd hope we can say that we can separate. No, John, uh, the past you're, work. You're a terrible person because you you talk about Cosby Show in a good light. You're awful. <laughs> no, this is a joke. Well, well, we got we're going to talk about a different world here pretty soon. Yeah. And he created that show, so <laughs> yeah, because that's higher that's on my a, list. That's a little, it's a little hypocritical. So yeah, fine, fuck you. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, but I, you know, it's it's still fun. It's still fun. You can hum along with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why it made it made my number five. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, my number four is from that same guy who did uh, the Full House one, and I told you I got three, half of my top six are from this same <laughs> dude. 
Um, it's a show that I didn't watch at all. I've never seen a single episode of it, but the theme song is really good, in my opinion. It, I mean, that's why I, I put it up higher than most of them. It's one that I think I could just sit back and listen to as an actual song. Uh, my number four is the theme song for Perfect Strangers. Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change No matter what the odds are This time Nothing's gonna stand in my way This flame in my heart Like a long lost friend Feels every dark street A light at the end Standing tall On the wings of Uh, that was a little off. That was in the lower end of my okay. list. I had put that at like 13. Okay. Okay. Cool. I really, I think I just like it because it just seems like a good song that I would appreciate and just listen to almost at any point. Um, it was done by Jesse Friedrich or Frederick. Um, he's done tons of different other songs or like other really good TGIF songs. And I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about them cause we will be talking about them very shortly. Um, yeah, and, and there's just something about the the Perfect Strangers ones that I liked a lot. I just found it wonderfully catchy. Um, it fit kind of all the things that I wanted in a in a just a a good song, and so that's why I liked it. Okay, yeah, I I listened to it a few times, and mm-hmm. it actually I had it higher initially, and it kept falling and falling and falling for me. Okay, I know something about the song that I just it just didn't click with me. Fair enough. Um, well, then I imagine we're gonna be talking about my number four because my uh, here uh, in a minute. Because my number four was also written by Jesse Frederick, and I'm betting you're gonna you're gonna say you have this higher. My number four is for Family Matters. Higher on my list. Yeah, I figured. I mean, yeah. Then we know we know the three that are on my list. Or yeah, we saw we saw mine. Yeah, we'll get to yours. Okay, he's all over our top five <laughs> or six, pretty much. But yeah. Uh, um, okay, we are on to number three. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, my number three is. Uh, I think it was your number seven. No, number eight. I don't remember. You maybe it's your number nine. Fuck if I remember. Um, <laughs> but it's uh the theme song to Cheers. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to be where 
Yeah, it was my number eight. Number eight. Okay. It's it's a. I mean, I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of people would probably put Cheers at their number one because it's yeah. such a nostalgic show for them that the song is also super nostalgic for them. Um, it's just a feel good song. It was written by Gary Portnoy, uh, who is, has done some songs for the show fame, which I never, I just remember yeah. that song fame. He also worked, did some work with Dolly Parton and air supply. Um, but he, this, this song, there's something feel good about yeah. the cheers theme song. There is. Uh, I was also co-written, co-written by a woman named Judy Hart. Okay. Who co-wrote the song with her? But I mean, I, I was I was playing all of my songs this morning for my wife, saying, "Here, you know, check my list, I guess." And uh, mm-hmm. you know, with Cheers, people only need that opening piano riff. Yeah. You just hear boom, Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's in. You know, people are gonna sing along with that one. It is a it is a good song, and, and for a show that I didn't particularly like to watch. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I think it was just too old for me. If I go back, and I yeah. would probably understand it better now. Um, but it's it's funny because the way I think about that song is, you know, that show was about all these people at a bar, you know, obviously they're just coming together mm-hmm. or whatnot every day after work. But, like, that song, if you, like, sing it in a bar, it's just one that you're going to just grab the people next to you and start swaying back and forth and just going, <laughs> and everybody knows your name. Bum, bum, bum. I mean, it's like almost like a good karaoke song now, I feel. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fair. I mean, yeah, it's a great, uh, it does make you feel good. I mean, who doesn't want to walk into a place and have every, everyone happy to see you? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You just walk in and everyone, Adam! Yeah, exactly. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. That's what you want to hear. Very true. So, that that's fair enough. I just, uh, to me, I think maybe because I don't, I didn't like the show as much, It didn't. that's why I didn't get higher on my okay. actual list of songs. Uh, okay, so my number three, you might also have higher. Well, if you've been paying attention, you've said both of mine. <laughs> my number three, you already mentioned, and that was Full House. Okay. Whatever happened to predictability? Milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. You miss your old familiar friends waiting just around the bed. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's you a look. heart, there's a heart. I hear the hold on to. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's you look. Um, also written by Jesse Frederick with uh, Bennett Salve and Jeff Franklin. Um, and and I think a lot of people think consider this as a 90s show, but it did start in the late 80s. Yep. Either 87 or 88, I can't remember where. Yeah, I think it, it was might 87. Be 87. Yeah. But, I mean, God, it's a, it's a classic sing-along theme song. It is. Like, our generation, like, the the way the older generation would sing together with uh, – with free with cheers or something a lot of yeah. our people would sing together with full house <laughs> yeah 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 it's a fun <laughs> um, it's a fun theme song it's great yeah it is a fun theme song but it's you know it's it's cute song i mean they still use a version of it for the fuller house remake that they mm-hmm. had 
on Netflix, which I think is still going. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's not a I show. Watched, I tried to watch. Yeah. I watched the very first episode yep. and then I was like, all right, I'm good. Nope. Exactly. You got that little <laughs> hit of nostalgia and all the people. And then they went away at the end of the episode. It's like, okay, I don't need anything else. I don't yep. need anything else from this show. And that, and I just have not turned it back on and I'm okay with that. So, uh, so all right. Yeah. That was my number three. Okay. All right. Um, my number two, uh, was your, I don't know, number seven, maybe. I don't remember. Um, but it was, uh, or maybe it was your number five. That might've been it. Anyway, you, it's from Aretha Franklin and it's specifically that version. My number two is different world. I know my parents loved me. my number six so number you, six. you danced okay. around which one it was <laughs> okay but yeah uh out of all the versions i had uh the uh, forget the name of the lady who sang the first uh season version um it wasn't anyone i'd heard about mm-hmm. but the one in the very end on season six they got uh the guys from voice to men, yeah. men. Mm-hmm. which is fine which is yeah it's fine but i mean uh, there's something about aretha franklin i mean if you can get aretha franklin to yeah. sing your theme song then then that's you got some, you got some huevos. Exactly, um, and that's why I, you know, I, I that that version works so well. Aretha Franklin's voice is just perfect. Um, you know, she's just she's the queen of soul, man. She's fucking awesome. Yeah. And this song was written for um, for the show. It was written by Stu Gardner, Bill Cosby, and Don Lewis, um, who Stu yeah. Gardner worked with Bill Cosby on the the Cosby Show, actually, music yeah. as well. So. And Don Lewis was one of the actresses on the show. Okay, there you go. I didn't know that. So she wrote. She yeah. wrote for that. Um. So yeah, it's a. It's just a really good. I mean, honestly, it's just a really good song, and it it it's helped by being sung by Aretha Franklin. So <laughs> that's why <laughs> yeah. it it ended up being so high on my list because when I listened to it, I was just like, oh fuck, it kept. It's one that just kept climbing and kept climbing, climbing. because I was like, well, I just want to keep listening to this. It's that good. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so my number two uh, is, I can guarantee you, is not on your list because you said you took it out of contention Yeah. because it was not written for the show, which I actually have a uh, something I'll say about when we get to my other one because at this point you should probably be able to figure out what my number I one is. I know yours and you probably know mine now, so yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so, but my number two is Married with Children. Love 
institutes you can't disparage ask the local gentry and they will say it's elementary try 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 to separate them it's an illusion try 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 and you will only come to this conclusion love and marriage oh that wasn't the one i think uh, i was oh, expecting okay. from Interesting. you yeah i mean yes that's a frank sinatra song um yeah. it's a good it's a good song and i and i had it in my it made my list of ones that didn't that are out of contention because of that right but there's one that is an obvious better song to me oh okay. yeah interesting <laughs> okay but go uh, ahead tell us all about you know your okay. love well, your love I mean, and marriage john <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i that's another show that i think everyone just you know knows and is able to sing along with the with the theme song for you know it is it's a classic frank sinatra song written by sammy khan and jimmy von house and i think for frank sinatra mm. uh which he debuted in like 1955 or something like that gosh it, which is so funny because it com- is a complete juxtaposition to how the characters are you get this sort of sweeping almost you know it's it's a jazzy all not quite a love song but mm-hmm. you know this talking about you know how love and marriage go so well together and then you have the they have the conflicting characters of, of Alan Peggy, yeah, which I which I love. I I love the juxtaposition between the two things, and uh, I think my wife is actually upset that I didn't make that number one. Oh wow! Well. I mean, I do remember <laughs> but, it's it's funny at the end of it. You know, it's all yeah, exactly the the funny watching the love and marriage, and then while they're doing it, you see Al Bundy just being <laughs> fucking Al Bundy, and you yeah. know they don't seem to have a super loving relationship. And at the very end of the song, you hit, you get like this. Ugh! At the end, <laughs> just and then with that green text, and it's just kind of yeah. like, ugh, this is gross. But it's that's a show that I didn't appreciate enough when I was younger. But I think if I go back and watch it now, I would probably pick out so much of like that relationshipy humor and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is great. I can understand now why it lasted for like ten years or whatever it was. Yeah, um, if you if you ever get sucked into YouTube bubbles at all. Um, you know, there's a lot of reactors out there, people who's mm-hmm. who's only, you know, they basically just react to things. And it's, and it's, you know what, in some cases, it's entertaining to watch people react to things. So. I know, because I worked for a company. <laughs> that's all they did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, and there was a, for a while, there was kind of a, a video making the rounds. Because when you see one of them do it, a lot of them, like, just, they'll see what everyone else is doing and they'll all do it at the same time. Yeah. So yep. one 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 clip will make a, make the rounds through all the ones. And for a while, uh, there was one of just Al Bundy's insults. <laughs> oh, God. It was just them reacting to people who had never seen the show, because a lot of these YouTubers are, are too young to have seen the show. Yeah. Who, who were just reacting to Al's insults to, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah. So there okay. you go. That's All my, right. My number two. Um, well, we don't really have too much to spoil on the top one. So how about we let's just go ahead and do our honorable mentions. Okay. I'm uh, interested to find out what your other obvious one was because apparently to me it wasn't obvious. Okay. Apparently I, I, my guess is maybe you didn't think this was a situation comedy similar enough with Say by the Bell because it had younger stars to it. Okay. But for me, the theme to The Wonder Years, which was A Little Help for My Friends by Joe Cocker, what okay. a good song. That is a great song, and yeah, I don't consider that a situation yeah. comedy. Yeah, I mean, it fits, though. It's 30 minutes. It's just, you know, situation comedy and that kind of just – it's just with kids, and so it's something different. And for me, okay. that probably – maybe that would have been number one um, because that song is so fucking good. Uh, another one that I also 
discredited from my list was um, there was a cover of the song My Life uh, by Bull, by Billy, the Billy Joel song My Life. Um, it was not done by him, but uh, mm-hmm. the theme song was used for the show Bosom Buddies. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that, so I... No, I mean, that wasn't... the version wasn't that good. If they used the no, Billy Joel really version, it might have, you know, but... Even because it wasn't written for it, I was like, okay, I'm not doing it. So um, what other kind of uh, just honorable mentions, since I know what you've got in your number one and you know what I got for number one, we're not going to be harooning anyone's list. So um, what other shows did you consider? Um, I mean, I listened to some of the the, sort of classic 80s sitcoms, Who's the Boss, Growing Pains, ALF. Yeah. um, And just, I don't know. I just couldn't, I couldn't put them there, you know. Especially like who's the boss in Growing Pains just weren't that entertaining. They weren't. A lot of the theme songs where I, where I was expecting them to be really good was just like, oh no, those aren't very good. Um, but yeah, I, I listened to a whole bunch of them, and and pretty much most of the ones you've already called out the Growing Pains, the who's the boss or whatever, of uh, Mr. Belvedere or whatever, Family Ties or whatever, whatever it was, My Two Dads, that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They were only okay. They were not actually that they were, they were not okay. They were meh and so i didn't end up liking him all that much um one i do want to call out that eh, didn't make my list it was probably it was probably like number 14 or 15 or something for me a show i didn't even hear of i've never heard of um, but it was called my sister sam and i i thought the theme song was pretty decent it was enough to make like my second cut um and it starred i can't i can't remember this girl's name it was uh rebecca something but I looked into the show. Uh, it ran from like 86 to 88. And uh, it starred, one of the stars was Rebecca Schaefer. And I looked into this and just being like, huh. Because um, I, just from Googling and looking it up, uh, apparently she was killed by a crazed fan, like a stalker fan. Um, wow. She was killed in 1989, I believe it was, uh, by a fan who just... Um, you know, found out where she lived from writing stuff and, and using um, drivers, using uh, their license plate stuff or whatever. She found out the apartment that she lived in and she was ended up stalking her and ended up, I guess he saw a movie that she was in later that she was like, had a bedroom scene with somebody and it pissed mm-hmm. him off and he went and took a gun and shot her at her apartment. And it's just Jesus. like, oh my God, I felt, you feel so sick to the bone. Um thinking about that kind of stuff because she was a beautiful obviously decent little actress who who uh, had a lot of potential you know being in a network sitcom um mm-hmm. and they got taken away so not, not a fun story oh, to bring up no. but it was just <laughs> it was just one that i thought was interesting uh, and the theme song was actually pretty good so check out my sister sam's theme song but it was uh, just an honorable mention so okay all right um we'll go to our number ones uh no surprises because we know we've had them on earlier on your list um yep. My number one is from Jesse Friedrich, uh, a guy who wrote Perfect Strangers and Full House and then also Step by Step, but that was a 90s show, so I couldn't yeah. include that. There is just something special that I I could not put Family Matters lower on my list, so my, my number one is Family Matters. <laughs> On the newspaper page, love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Cause all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every scene. 
such a it's such a good theme song it's mm-hmm. so much fun when i was playing when i was playing these you know for my wife we were actually kind of sitting at the table and our kids were there too and just kind of going over them and that was that was the only one she made me play it all the way through it's, it's so good yeah it's so much fun um i have such i was trying to explain to my son like how much i loved watching that show yeah when i was a kid I, we watched it all the time we, did, we really did and I, I, you know, I've got, I've seen an episode here or there. And, you know, when, when we were kids, we loved Steve Urkel because yeah. he was weird and funny. But I think nowadays, I think the family was yeah. so good. Their dynamic was so good. And, and their acting, you know, the, the, the relationship, the comedy of the relationship and everything mm-hmm. was, was just as good. And, and I, you know, I, I think people say that Steve Urkel uh, saved the show. Well, but yeah, I, but then then he was also the downfall because they kind of went too far and jumped the yeah, shark exactly. with stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but that that initial relationship of the family, I think, what was what yeah. was important, and oh, it's it, just so much fun. It is. It's one that I'm excited for us to eventually get to because you're right. As a kid, oh yeah, Steve Urkel's nerdy and does something stupid, but as we're adults, like. I want to see how Carl Winslow handles all these situations. And yeah. I would totally just be like, oh, man, I totally relate to Carl Winslow now all the time. Um, and, and so I, that's one that I hope we do get to eventually. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that family and that theme song, it just it just screams just family situational comedy to me. Yeah. And I, I, I could not just lower it. I was about to lower it. And then I was just like, no, fucking family matters, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it screams TGIF. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, that time when everyone, you know, the television was trying to get people to stay in on Friday nights, mm-hmm. you know, and have and we're coming to, you know, watch these shows. And, I mean, we were kids. We weren't going out on Friday <laughs> nights anyway. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I mean, I yeah. n- not Can't at all. It. Cool. Not at all angry about that being a number one. Cool. Perfectly and, fits well. And I agree with your number one. I mean, it made my top ten list. It's that fucking good, too. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a I, you know what? I think this this theme song has grown on me more as an adult than it did as a kid. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I think my appreciation for it now is as, as an adult. But I still remember seeing the show. I remember I didn't watch it religiously. I probably watched it if someone else was watching it. I think our grandmother probably watched it. Oh, yeah. And I would see it in there. Um, and, but, you know, I've heard from so many people who just loved this show mm-hmm. and thought it was so good. And I've gone back and watched some episodes, and it is funny. Yeah. It really is funny. I've heard I've heard that it's great. aged really well. And the, yeah, it was yeah. That. and so again, one that we wouldn't understand when we were younger, but watch yeah. it now and we'd like it. 
But here's one thing I'm going to say. It technically does not fit your definition because it was released as a single by an artist in 1978 oh. and was covered for the show. It was actually released by a singer named Andrew Gold. He released it in 1978. Um, I forget which album it was. He was he had had just a couple of top ten singles. Um, he wasn't really known for much too much else. Huh. But it was yeah, it was covered by Cynthia Fee for the sitcom. I much prefer the sitcom version to Andrew Gold's version. I've heard Andrew Gold's version. Yeah. It's not as good. I'm not sure we've actually even mentioned the show name yet. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but it was. <laughs> We're dancing around it, and then we, we are. Just, yeah. Uh, and of course, if you haven't figured it out, we we're talking about Golden Girls. That is funny. I mean, I don't care. Uh, I it, it, yeah. My, I knew my, you wouldn't care. Yeah, because it only lasts. Or my that that uh, rule only works for when I know about the rule or when it so. <laughs> Um, because that song, to me, that song is Golden Girls, man. Yes. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, it was not. I don't think it was a, a single that that made a lot of big splash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think it, the theme worked, and they just kind of redid it for the sitcom. And for to me, it works a lot better uh, with the sitcom, the version they use with the piano and and, yeah. and how you know Cynthia Fee is singing it. it. You know, it works with the the four ladies. So, and that is a show that I'm actually excited to kind of. Re, quote unquote revisit because it's really going to be sort of visiting it yeah. for the first time as far as like a deep dive into it. So yeah. agreed. Uh, that's definitely one. And yeah, I mean we we uh, we got to we decided it was a good thing to use for our <laughs> our Patreon. So I think it worked well. Definitely. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have any? I guess we don't really do any final thoughts for these top tens, do we? No, not really. I mean, I it was probably an odd one to choose for this. But I kind of wanted to narrow out these sitcoms before we went to just sort of the straight TV theme songs one, which is going to be our kind of generic catch-all one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could have just done '80s TV show theme songs and included everything, but you know, we get a, we can stretch out, get some traction out of this if we yeah. if we, well, we kind of define everything a little well, bit. I, yeah, I do like because there's there's so many good cartoon theme songs, there's so many good sitcom ones, there's so many good um, hour-long drama ones. So it's like. Right. I mean, and then also ones that don't really fit into any of those categories. So, yeah, so I, I'm okay with this breakdown. More, The okay. more songs that we have to talk about, the better. Yeah, and I think it gives us a chance to revisit some ones we normally wouldn't have because we yep. would we'd have had a lot of really obvious ones make our sort of top tens. Yep. So. All right, that was our top ten 80s sitcom theme songs. Please join us next time for a John Lovitz-inspired episode as we break down the 1987 animated film The Brave Little Toaster, discuss the 90s animated show The Critic, and cast our version of characters from Marvel's 2099 run. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com, and if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at BlastPassCast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hello! La la! <laughs>
la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Thank you.